Welcome to Questions That Matter. My name is Daniel Abraham. Joining me is Thomas Sekaria and today we are asking the question is Jesus the only way? Why can't there be any other ways to salvation? Now of course to claim Jesus to be the only true way seems a bit scandalous, isn't? Oh yes it is. In fact today in the postmodern world to make any truth claim is viewed as being arrogant. and an exclusive statement such as jesus being the only true way has certainly confused many surprised many and also has offended many oh yes as you said it runs the risk of being misunderstood big time yes of course for instance in 8203 the roman government arrested a 22 year old girl named perpetua the problem wasn't that she worshiped jesus but the problem was that she worshiped only jesus and as a result she was found guilty of treason and was sentenced to death In fact the first 3 centuries Christians were persecuted more than any other religious groups and the reason is very simple they refused to worship any other gods including the emperor but only Jesus But if I may ask why can't we have many ways Sure you see truth by definition is exclusive whether you like it or not it simply excludes everything cannot be true in fact everything can be false but everything cannot be true And when you study world religions what emerges into plain sight is very interesting one finds out that each of the world views and their truth claims are so different and so distinct from each other let me give an example you see muslims believe that there is a personal god who created the world whereas the buddhist do not believe in a personal god but you see you can't say god is personal and god is impersonal at the same time Only one statement can be true. Both statements can't be true at the same time and in the same sense. God can't be personal and impersonal at the same time. And as you study various world views as I said, you find views that are contrary to each other. Let me let me try give you one more example. You know, the Bible says man is sinful, but Hinduism would say that man is divine. Again, it can't be that man is sinful and divine at the same time and in the same sense. Man is either sinful or he is divine not both at the same time this is uh, you know what a straightforward contradiction you see when we make an assertion it is it is to deny its opposite we cannot hold both true at the same time one is true the other is false as said truth by definition is exclusive it is its nature to exclude everything cannot be true in fact everything can be false but everything cannot be true at the same time and in the same sense that's interesting so what you're saying is each of the truth claims in different world views contradict each other instead of cohering with one another Yes you're right in fact what seems to be same is very superficial every world view is fundamentally distinct and very different from each other so then the question is how do we know which one is the right way sure in philosophy there are three ways to measure truth first is logical consistency it is basically checking as to whether what you're saying is logically consistent or not does your statements hold up together the second is empirical adequacy uh, it is about can 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 it be checked empirically can it be verified on the outside and of course the third is experiential relevance uh, is the truth that is proposed livable uh, is it viable So when you are looking for truth you ask these three questions is there consistency is there verifiability or factuality and is there viability or relevance and when you look at truth claims of Jesus 
you know it corresponds to reality for example jesus accurately describes the human condition no one no one describes your heart and my heart more accurately than the person of jesus christ in fact the bible says all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of god It is J.K. Chesterton who said the concept of sin in the Christian doctrine is one of the most empirically verified and validated truths of the human history. I mean, take any day's newspaper and it will prove to us the human condition as Bible describes it. So the claims of Jesus Christ in that sense corresponds to the reality as it known to us. Second, the life and the ministry of Jesus Christ can be verified. In fact, in the previous episodes that we did, we said Jesus's life and ministry is recorded not just by the gospel writers, but also by the secular historians. His life, his death, and his resurrection are but facts of history. Every guru and godmen died and died, but Jesus alone died and he rose up again on the third day. You know, Thomas the apostle is the one to whom Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except by me and Thomas interestingly came to India a land of 330 million deities and preached the message of Jesus and ultimately paid with his life take peter for that matter peter uh, you know the disciple of Jesus Christ died being crucified upside down for his uh, for his master Take Saul, who persecuted the Christians, ended up writing more than one third of the New Testament, and all of them have this in common. All three of them have this in common that they all saw the risen Christ. So the resurrection of Jesus, the life of Jesus Christ, the ministry of Jesus Christ can be verified in history. Third is the relevance: is the Christian faith viable, or is it relevant? You know, we can talk about evil in the world all day. but what about the evil within each one of our lives and here is where jesus provides for our malady you know you talk to a person from hinduism and talk about forgiveness they will say one word and that is karma one has to pay the debt talk to a muslim about forgiveness he's not certain about it it is it is it has to do with his good work uh, you know that has to ultimately overweigh his bad deeds at the day of judgment but it is only on the cross jesus has paid for our sins and has made us debt free in christ we received our salvation free of cost in fact in second corinthians chapter 5 and 21 it says god made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that in him we might become the righteousness of god and honestly of course no one answers my pain and suffering as jesus does seriously no one answers my pain and suffering as jesus did for he did not evade pain and suffering he went right through it and he overcame it and of course the number of lives that are transformed today by the love of god through jesus christ are phenomenal and they so jesus describes a heart he provides for a malady he equips us in our suffering he puts meaning into every moment in history and he conquers death through the resurrection from the grave and jesus also very categorically say that he is the only way didn't he Oh yes he did Jesus uh, in fact said in John 14 and 6 uh, I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me very categorical statement Jesus also said what is called as the I am statements he said I am the bread of life I am the light of the world I am the door I am the good shepherd I am the resurrection and the life I am the way the truth and the life he also said I am the true wine I also remember Jesus question to his disciples. He asked, "Who do you think people say I am?" And they said, "You are John the Baptizer." Some say Elijah, some said Jeremiah or perhaps some other prophets. 
But then Jesus pressed on Peter and asked, Who do you say I am, Peter? And Peter's answer is remarkable. He said, You are Christ, the Messiah, the Son of living God. That's right. But here is the thing. Not everyone would accept Peter's answer and say, well, you are Christ the Messiah. And the reason is Jesus doesn't force himself upon anyone. I mean, he, he, he gives every one of us a choice to accept him. But you know what? Not everyone can avoid Jesus's question. Now, not everyone may agree with Peter's answer, but not, not everyone can avoid Jesus's question. And the question is, whom do you think Jesus is? And we all have to uh, give an answer to that question of Jesus. That's right. You know, it is said we have the right to believe in everything, but not everything we believe is right. Yes, I think let us not be given into thinking that all ways lead to the truth, all ways you know, lead to the same destination. There is only one way. And I would encourage our listeners today to make informed choices and be on the pursuit of truth themselves. Absolutely. Hope this podcast was a blessing to you. Thank you so much for joining us. May God bless you all.